and welcome to How Are You Holding Up, a mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And Lindsay, I'd like to ask you, how are you holding up? <laughs> well, Chris, <laughs> it's funny you ask. Um, no, I, <laughs> I'm actually very emotional as we record this podcast. We, I just re- read some of your emails that we got, and mm. we're going to touch on that in a minute, but it was just really overwhelming for me, and, and it was good for me to hear those. And Chris, how are you holding up? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even like, what well, I mean, no, I'm not okay, but I'm also like, it's funny. Um, I've been withdrawing a lot lately, just from, like, how I feel and where I'm at mentally and emotionally, and, uh, I, I, I kind of just get a, I don't know, uh, I'm, I'm in a, a mental health, uh, state of just, I've given up. Apathy. And it's okay. It's, it's what, yeah, I mean, it's a little apathetic, but it's, I'm ambivalent about my apathy, <laughs> where I'm like, this isn't a good thing, followed by, yeah, but what is it? It's fine. It's whatever. Just, just, just go with it for now. Mm. So I think, I think we all eventually hit a point of that where you've, you've been, you've been on the struggle bus for so long that you side you kind of just merge into the into the seat and like you become part of the bus do you find that maybe part of it is your medication it's the wrong dose or the wrong meds for you could be but it's one of those things where i don't have a fair estimation right as far as yeah, it's hard with meds. It's hard. Yeah. Is it the meds? I mean, I knew it was... Is it the, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's it's a combination of, is it is it everything that's been happening? Is it, I'm, am I, am I emotionally just dead inside? Am I emotionally overwhelmed? Am I tired? <laughs> have I been sleeping <laughs> enough? Which, as far as I know, I have. So... Yeah, it's it's uh, it's weird. It's a weird place to be in. I'm sorry, but nah, nah, it's it is what it is, and that's okay. But all that aside, thank you all so much for listening last week. I know that we'd been gone for quite some while, for quite a while. <laughs> wow, I can't even speak. Quite some while. My favorite song. <laughs> um but but the response and the uh the love that we got from all y'all uh it was uh it was it was impressive and incredible and we we cannot thank you enough it's it always just blows both our minds every time we get an email or a message or a comment or anything it's it's always just like holy crap yeah people (laughs) it's really lovely i uh I have a hard time even reaching out to like family and friends. I was telling Chris, but 
you guys reaching out to strangers on the internet who do a podcast is really cool and brave and lovely and makes my life better. So thank you for that. Makes both of our lives better. Thank you for that. I cried because um, it's just so good to hear when someone's like, I was listening to this episode and it just made me break down because it was so good to hear other people talking realistically about depression because it just is mis it's portrayed poorly in almost all the media and nobody really wants to talk about it because the stigma is weird. And so I always felt like a huge sense of relief when I would see one video on YouTube or hear a podcast by somebody who like was talking just normally and not like a weirdo about (laughs) depression. (laughs) And so the fact that we can give that back and that uh, you guys are also experiencing that is a tremendous tremendous thing for me and um we also learned something new from one of our emails yes uh one of the emails that was sent uh mentioned that a different type of depression that neither of us had actually ever heard of which uh we can we will i think we can have an episode just based on the different types of depression but uh yeah we we were both just like, holy crap, this is incredible. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we have no words to, to really express just like the way that mental health awareness and, and the way that like understanding and learning about it, it is a soft science. It is not something that is concrete and this is the end all be all. <laughs> this is how it is. This is how it shall be. This is how it always will be it's changing it is constantly shifting and changing forms and when you think you've got a good handle and you think you understand it that's when it does something to completely and totally make you realize that no (laughs) yeah nothing the fact that the fact that like this huge broad experience that so many of us are having gets brought down and distilled into one word is depression. It's just not enough. So we learned it's called lone twin or twinless twin um, depression, and it doesn't get a lot of press. And so we do want to bring somebody on who either has had the experience of this depression or somebody who treats this type of depression because we don't have any experience with it. And I think Googling it isn't really <laughs> like, and us talking about it isn't um, a thing. So, but thank you so much mm-hmm. for that email. We're going to be looking into it and hopefully doing an episode on that. So, um, this week we wanted to talk about because we've done this before, where we just we had an episode on the stigma of depression and discussing depression, and thus not believing you actually have depression. But this last year, we have seen such a shift. I think one of the few good things that 2020 has done. is the conversation that we are now having finally about depression and the realities of it and the fact that children can get it, teenagers can get it. doesn't matter your ethnicity, your sexual preference, your income. Uh, It doesn't matter your gender or your race. I think I already said that. It it, it hits Mm -hmm. us all in different ways because of different situations within our system. But we all are getting hit by it. And there's a lot. There's a high number of um, suicides from all of these groups. And it's just been increasing. Yes, it's been something that we're starting to see now, uh, especially in the um, 
the medical community, obviously, being as overworked and underappreciated as doctors, nurses, psychiatrists, psychologists, uh, you, you name it, they're overwhelmed and overburdened and the attention of their mental and physical well-being is something that just kind of gets pushed to the side normally where they just go well they're 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 trained to handle this they they can they they're tough they can handle this yeah sure you're given a certain amount of training and you you understand the situation that you're in but it doesn't matter you still got to take care of your mental health yeah um i think in the past it's it's um something i've seen echoed in almost every email we get to so i know it's just not me and chris but that it feels mm. almost like a luxury or over the top to be like oh i have depression i'm so depressed mm -hmm. you know it feels like oh it's it's dramatic or you need a reason for it right like oh my gosh like the only reason i can be depressed is because i've had this huge loss or whatever and while those are real things having depression on the day to day just because and you can't pinpoint it is so confusing and so difficult mm -hmm. but we're seeing now with covid and people are still figuring out the science why um that first of all as humans we are not supposed to be separated from each other this much um we are from our probably creation and evolution on this planet we've always been creatures that needed to have tribes being grouped together um, and yep. rely on each other for resources. And I don't think we all realize in this state of where we are right now, emotionally, um, how much we took it for granted, seeing people getting together um, and the trickle down effect of having to stay separated from one another during celebrations of your birthday, New Year's, a, a death, you know, uh, something new, exciting at work, but you can't go and celebrate with your friends, something small, just having a hard day of work going after and to the bar and getting some fries and a soda or a drink. You know, you can't do these little things we all took for granted and it's starting to wear on yeah. people, let alone the the massive things that have been happening with job loss, um, not having enough money to get health, uh, to get health, to get help <laughs> for your health, <laughs> go to the doctor, go to the therapist, um, losing, losing our jobs in as creative people because like, it's, it's so hard. But we're finally seeing yeah. a conversation. We did a podcast not so long ago talking about the positives of depression because we were trying to find the light in being depressed. And there's not a ton, <laughs> to be honest. We, we struggled no. with that podcast. But one of the things that we mentioned was the possibility that depression, not for every situation, obviously, but, but in general, that maybe depression is a signal that there's something wrong either in your life or in the society that we are in and it's it's a warning sing, sub, signal or you know your body trying to let you know that okay like something is deeply wrong i don't know if that's I, that's yeah. always correct obviously because that's but soft science as we speak about soft science like that's one of the things <laughs> that articles are being written about right now look at us go yeah, it is. It is incredibly impressive to see that um, at least in in certain aspects of physical health, that depression can manifest as a symptom of a condition, even if it is not something that necessarily 
it's almost a connect the dots of symptoms leading to a giant picture of whatever it is that could be ailing you. And if you can track down that, you know, well, this person was depressed, they stopped eating, or they stopped exercising. Why did they stop exercising? Was it because of the depression? Or was the depression caused because they stopped exercising? Why did they stop exercising? Well, they were tired. Why are they tired? Then you start asking questions, you start digging deeper, and you get a you get a diagnosis, hopefully, yeah. if you're in a country that actually has good health care. Whoops, did I just say that out loud? Yeah, that's a struggle here for sure. Um, mm-hmm. and as we've said in the past, we're all just little chemistry sets, you know, and yes. the chem- we're, we're, we're just now learning about how stress affects humans how sleep deprivation, you know, affects humans, how, and and I know that we've talked um, in the past, we talked about seasonal depression and now I'm starting to wonder if in the winter, in the past, especially for people who live in places that get a lot of snow and it's harder to see one another. Like, I wonder if part of the seasonal depression is the fact that besides the darkness and, but that you're just a little more separated from people and that it's harder to do things Mm -hmm. like that's an extra stress, you know, like there's so much we don't know. And that, Maybe potentially COVID nineteen and this awful separation and quarantining that we're all dealing with. Maybe some cool science will come from it that will help us and help future generations with what we call as mental illness and depression. Um, I know it really hurt me. I don't know how else to say it, but it hurt me to see how lacking in empathy so many people seem to be and i don't know if it's just the news portrayal because i know news can get you know wild and it's new so they want it to be sensational um (laughs) yeah but we are seeing that in the past people that we looked up to you know maybe religious leaders or (laughs) government leaders like presidents and um hell even in the past celebrities they just really yeah. are out of touch or just seem to not care. And then just the general population, at least for me personally, it just seems like America just just does not care about itself. It just feels like people no. are fine with being cruel, with saying, well, you know, it's just the it's just the people who have a weak immune system who will die from COVID-19. And, um, you know, that's that's a weird place to be if people are, are are leaning on that um this morning i went to a zoom memorial for my friend's grandmother and mm-hmm. seeing 25 people on this zoom call because they aren't able to come together and hearing this wonderful story of her life this fabulously interesting woman in her late 90s and how she touched so many of their lives and, and my life and she got COVID and she was already, ha- she already had health problems. You know, it probably wasn't going to be so much longer, but that could have been five months more or a year more of life. And because she got COVID-19, yeah. she went downhill and nobody w- could be with her when she passed. And what an excruciating thing that no one, they will go to the end of their days, not knowing what it was like for her to be alone in that. And I know that that would happen. Of course, in the past people die when they're alone, but just the fact that like, there wasn't an option. And part of the reason is because people weren't wearing masks. It's a very simple thing. And it's uh, it seemed 
like such a political statement if you were going to wear a mask or not. And it was like, well, it's just like a, even, okay, even if COVID-19 is a, is a, <laughs> is fake, right? Let's just say that, what if it's fake? What What's the harm in wearing a mask that could potentially save someone's life? And the fact that people were fighting it so much, it like hurt me. And I know that it hurt other people. And it, you don't want to think of the human race as the selfish, self-serving group of people you want to, in the end of the day, hope that most of us want the best for everybody. It doesn't always work out that way, but you, you would expect that. And to not see the country pull together. In fact, we're more divisive and it seems more cruel than ever. It, yeah. it's, it's it's a hard time for, I think, all of us. So it's really been interesting think- as a scientist to like look at everything. What were we going to say? I was going to say, I think that might actually also be one of the contributing factors to my uh, general malaise is seeing that dark side of humanity and seeing how divisive, how persistent and how deep rooted it is. It's uh, I used to really like hold strong and feel confident in calling myself a humanist and really believing deep down in my core that humanity as a whole is capable of great things amazing things you know in less than a century we went from barely taking off in flight to going to the moon you know within a span of 60 years we did that as a species we did that we discovered cures for diseases we created charities and social programs in which to better educate and take care of each other. And within that same century, we saw it all kind of dashed upon the rocks. It's, it's hard to keep a positive spin on any of it. Um, when you see how little people care about trying their best, because it, comes down ultimately to yeah that selfishness is so hard to negate i i saw live footage like live feed from this weekend people were going to the beach in droves because it was a long weekend and it's like majority of them weren't wearing masks they were cloistered together close and mingling and I just sit there just like you're you're kidding me one in three people in Los Angeles they're they're thinking now one in three people in Los Angeles has been exposed yeah and I'm like or have contracted 14,000 new cases every day more deaths than Not to mention spikes in workplaces. And with the holiday seasons, there was a spike after that. It's uh, it's enough to, to really just drive you crazy. Because how else can you... How else can you look at this this world, this species that we are a member of, and try to <laughs> understand why it's the hardest part by far is to be somebody who asks why yeah 
but I don't know. Um, not having an answer really bothers me. Uh, it's something that's always bothered me my entire life. I've always asked for answers. And if I couldn't get an answer, then I would find an answer. But this is the first time that I can genuinely say there's no good answer for this. There's just this. Yep. But that's what we've got to deal with. And we'll deal with it. And we'll get through it. We will keep on keeping on, right? That's right. And I wanted to mention, um, again, every once in a while we talk about the fact that our podcast was created to uh, inspired by Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood yeah. specifically, and um, just kind of how he lived his life. And we wanted to be not just look for the helpers in the world, but be the helpers in the world. And we lost uh, Mrs. Rogers this month. Yes. And I just wanted to take a moment and, um, I don't know, send a thank you out into the universe, whether you think there's life after Earth or not, to the, that wonderful couple that they were and how much help they did. Yeah. And I hope that while we're all going through this, we can also find ways, little or big, to help one another teach empathy, teach ourselves how to be more empathetic and patient and be the change that we want to be truly. And um, and I truly believe that this can be better for it. We can be better. Yep. I agree with that. Uh, she was, she continued on Fred's legacy um, of making sure that uh, his words were never corrupted or misused or twisted in any way. Uh, she was so outspoken about how, uh, about any form of injustice and she, uh, she will be missed. She, she's a pretty awesome lady fittingly for a man like Fred. So yeah, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> She lived to 92. Joanne Rogers was amazing. Um, yeah. And so are we all. And we're going to get through this. And it's going to be okay one way or the other. Um, we did want to mention that we found something cool. Well, Chris found something really cool. Yes. Um, so while looking around for uh, resources on mental health and whatnot, we discovered that the Los Angeles County of uh, Mental Health, the Department of Mental Health, has a butt ton of resources for mental health in terms of, especially during COVID times. Uh, so something that if you are struggling right now and you want uh, those kind of resources, check with your county of the uh, county department of mental health. If you live in the United States or see if there is a, uh, any other resources that are in your area that are online and some of them are even free. Like for example, if you live in Los Angeles County, uh, Los Angeles department of mental health has gotten a, like a, some sort of deal or whatnot with the app uh, headspace for a 
like mindfulness and meditation. And it's actually really cool. I've used it in the past. Uh, I'm not good at all with meditation, ADHD brain, uh, <laughs> but it's still, it has helped me fall asleep many times. <laughs> so at least I can say it's a good sleep aid. <laughs> <laughs> good to know um yeah, yeah i'm looking right now at some of the links that they provide we'll, we'll have the link by the way um for our specific mm-hmm. uh la county department of health but uh i'm just looking at some of the stuff they're talking about in one of these and it's really kind of lovely it's this one that specifically is coping with the loss of a loved one and it says adding to everything else are your worries about the future job losses overdue rents mortgages medical bills Lost health insurance and reduced to retirement funds for many families. These additional challenges in your life can intensify the sadness, grief, and loss that come with the death of a loved one and can make everything feel worse. And it's just so true. So know that ugh, we're all going through this. It might not feel like it. Um, I, I feel alone a lot of the time. I feel lost a lot of the time. But um, I'm proud of our listeners and we love you very much. Peace. We love you all. You are amazing. Keep being amazing. Follow us on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, listen, we're trying to get better at the social media thing. We post, sometimes I'll post some meme that like kind of gave me a smile or a chuckle. So we don't, we do not Mm -hmm. blast uh, stuff on social media. Um, If you don't feel like following us, whatever, but it's kind of fun because it's like, you know, I get to just, I love memes. So sharing that kind of stuff with you, we Mm -hmm. also post our, our, uh, a clip of our episode on Instagram and we share, I think a full episodes on Facebook. So if you can't like find, if you don't yeah. feel like going on Spotify or, or many of the other podcast places, you can go there. Um, we do have yeah. a Patreon, um, which always made us feel yeah. guilty. Mm-hmm. Still does. <laughs> yeah. But so. it, it helps us with the, with the website and maintaining. And um, hopefully in the future we will continue our experimentations um, I know B12 has been helpful for some of you. I've I heard back. So um, that was a cool experiment. And anyhow, we uh, have that. So <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst outro we've ever done. This is uh, really bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. I think honestly, it's not no, no, it's not bad. that bad. Honestly, it's, 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 I think, it's I think long. one of the best things that we could do is, yeah, it's fine. But it, 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 I love when we, when we're both kind of in this, this, this headspace, because at this point, this is, this is who we really are, or we're just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just roll with it. <laughs> we're, this is, we're all just, we're all just dust in a void. It's great. Let's fucking do it. I'm a star. I got my head. Baby. I got my head. <laughs> I got my helmet on. Let's ride this bike into the wind. <laughs> anyway, that's a that's it for us this week. And we as you. always, <laughs> don't, don't tell, tell us, us just, just get, get over it. it.